We innately want to please, to belong, to be worthy, and we behave in ways that we feel are appropriate to that innate need, even if it doesn't serve us. But sometimes it is about recognising that we are not following our true path, but someone else's, however subconscious it may be. Hello and welcome to this episode of Overcoming Anxiety with Dawn Morgan. Good afternoon, good evening or good morning to you all. So continuing on our theme of where we can experience anxiety and the the reasons behind our anxiety, on today's episode we're going to look at modelling. And modelling is the third way that we can experience anxiety. Um, If you haven't listen to the other two which is about beliefs and experiences then please do so but modeling is when we see and experience certain behavior trends or routines or rituals or understandings from others and as children we copy the people around us this continues well into adulthood it's built into our survival mechanism we need to learn a lot of things to survive We copy those around us almost as soon as we are born. We watch, we listen and do what others around us are doing. You only have to watch a baby and see them copy mouth motions or smile when you smile at them or when they grab your drink to copy your actions. We are born copiers. We are born to learn from others. So when we see, hear or experience patterns of beliefs and actions, you know, all around us, they get imprinted on the subconscious minds. And these beliefs, just like the beliefs formed through experiences and self-informed, misinterpreted beliefs, they impact our lives, whether we like it or not. How we learn from what we see modelled is interestingly, incredibly varied from one child to another. Here's an example of such a situation. Two boys grew up with an alcoholic father. They witness over several years from when they're small, well into their teenage years, the following behaviour. Aggression towards them and their mother. Physical violence towards their mother and in later years them. Their father losing his job due to drinking and their mother having to work two jobs to pay the bills and put food on the table. They then witness the steady decline in their father's health and ultimate death. A sad story. And as part of a university study into a nature-nurture research paper, both boys are interviewed about their experiences and their lives now. Several years on from their father's death, the boys are now in their 30s. The first is an accountant with his own thriving business. When he is interviewed about his childhood and his father's illness and asked why he doesn't drink, he responds quite clearly, I learned from my father. The other son, who hasn't been able to hold down a job due to alcohol abuse, was asked the same question during his interview. His response was, I learned from my father. Their individual minds took different learning from the same situation. One modelled the behaviour, the other learned to avoid it. So what was modelled for you? It's important here not to apportion blame in any of these situations. How parents behave is down to what they know, what their beliefs are and how things were modelled for them. They're human too. 
Just be curious to understand. When we understand, we can then start to change. Modelling also comes from our society, our culture and our school, our friends and extended families, and can cross over with both our experiences and our belief systems. Let's think about school. What did you copy at school? And I'm not referring to copying your friend's exams answers. If you think about the routine in a school, firstly you arrive and hang out with your friends in the playground. What did you see modelled here? Perhaps groups of friends talking or playing games, some children on their own, some children perhaps intimidating others, how different age groups or genders did different things. Then the bell rings. Everyone moves at the sound of the bell, which is a learned reaction, to either lines to be allowed inside or perhaps the norm at your school was to enter the building via your designated entrance. Hang your coat, perhaps, head to the classroom, store your lunch somewhere, take your pencil case out of your bag, perhaps collect books or other equipment. Then there's the register. What was the procedure at your school? Answer yes, sir, or yes, miss, or perhaps use the teacher's name. Or perhaps you all stayed standing until your name was called. All rituals, procedures that we learn to follow, to fit in, to avoid being told off. We are taught from a very young age and see this modelled throughout our childhood, throughout our school and young adult lives, that we should listen to authority and do what we are told, to respect our elders and those in the higher authority and follow their example. Does this sound familiar? It's certainly how I was brought up. Most of us copy these rituals, these processes or procedures because having them provides us with a sense of certainty of being part of the group or belonging and, and these procedures, when followed by everyone, provide a, a civil society, an organisation that works, some sense of calm and order. The military is an extreme version of this. I was in the RAF uh, when I was much younger and we were taught many things and most were really sort of drilled into us very effectively. We did things over and over again until we could do them without thinking. The saying, I could do that in my sleep or I could do that with my eyes shut and quite often we did do things with our eyes shut. They became automatic And in the sense of the military, there is good reason for this when in a stressful situation, which is highly likely if you're in a war zone, our minds close down. That's the normal stress reaction. And we cannot think, but we are able to respond effectively nonetheless because we have been programmed. And it's really weird to think of that, the training as programmed, but that exactly is what it is. And modelling is a bit like this. From a very young age, we start to be conditioned into the society in which we live. We seldom question it, we just follow, sometimes blindly, with an unconditional acceptance that life is just this. This instruction, this modelling, this expectation to fit in with our surroundings, to comply with these procedures, with the norms in our environments, can be extremely limiting and can also cause great levels of anxiety. When we don't feel like we belong, when we feel like something doesn't align with who we are, like we don't fit, we become conflicted. If we comply, we are, we, we're not being true to ourselves. But if we question or step outside of the expectations, we equally feel bad. Either scenario can cause a lot of anxiety. 
education, whether or not to go to university, what type of career you should have, when you should get married and whether you should have children or not, whether to save money regularly or pay into a pension. These are all really important questions and decisions to be made in our lives. However, many times these conversations are not taken. Why? Because there is a sort of underlying unspoken expectation around some of these things that it's just there. If you come from a family where everyone goes to university, then you probably will. I know several people that expect their children to go to university and stay for a master's degree. And that's the norm for them. That is really the expectation. If you come from a military family that served in the military, you probably will. You are used to the style of life and it seems a natural progression. My own daughter did this. She was an army cadet from age 12, joined the OTC at university, then joined the reserves from there. She's been in uniform for the last 15 years. It's normal to her. This was her choice, not mine, but it's undeniable that her experience with military life as a baby and then seeing me in uniform and then joining the cadets was unconscious modelling. It was available to her, she embraced it, and it's become part of who she is. I'm not saying that everyone will conform with the environment they are brought up in, nor that at any point that this would be a bad thing anyway. But until someone somewhere takes a conversation about the choices available to each and every one of us, and opens up the options beyond what is modelled, then we will subconsciously stay in our lane. There are many stories available all over the internet that demonstrate this. Many children have fulfilled their parents' wishes, or those of the, the society that they grow up in, and studied or taken a profession in line with their parents' expectations, only to change their lives later, when they realise that they followed that path pretty blindly. Or, even if they chose that path, they may have chosen it for the wrong reasons. This goes for sports, clothes, friends, any number of categories in our lives. We innately want to please, to belong, to be worthy, and we behave in ways that we feel are appropriate to that innate need, even if it doesn't serve us. When we are either consciously or subconsciously fulfilling an expectation that is not in alignment with who we are deep down in you know, our inner being, anxiety can show up and quite often we then just feel like we need to do better to alleviate this conflict, work harder, be better, concentrate more, do more. But sometimes it is about recognising that we are not following our true path, but someone else's, however subconscious it may be. It's seldom black and white. Anxiety is our body's warning signal, our nudge, our nagging reminder. It's a natural response and it can be really, really helpful until, of course, it overwhelms us. Many of my clients have become caught up in the modelling behaviours that they saw as children without even realising it. Understanding where our actions, behaviours and subconscious rules have come from is a very powerful start to transformation. When we can clearly see that some of our decisions or life choices we make or have made have resulted from modelling, we can break free from those unhelpful chains of programming and become who we are supposed to be. Thank you for listening to today's show. Please follow or subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they're available. Whilst you are there, please also comment and review as it helps me and other listeners know what is good and what is not. 
you would like to get in touch, feel free to reach out to me via the contact details in my show notes or through Facebook at Finding Freedom Club.